it was a good win against a good team, talented team, very talented team. Um, obviously, they got some names and some guys that can make shots, and and so um, it was. It seemed like the drama building up of the tit for tat matchup between uh, Imani Bates and Gigi Jackson came to fruition in front of our eyes. But um, so it's good, good uh, viewing pleasure for just basketball fans out there. But um, but I thought really important win for our guys to remain undefeated in the non. Or I mean, in, at home uh, in the non-conference and uh, also to have a winning record in a non-conference and, and build on a couple of wins as we go into conference play. So I was really happy with the guy's effort. For sure. Um, going into that, uh, the GG and Amani Bates kind of you know matchup, was there conversations before the game with you and Gigi? Because I, I know Gigi was matched up with him uh, in some lineups. Was there a conversation between you two of, uh, you know, you wanting him to, you know, pretty much stick Imani in certain situations? Yeah, yeah. We started off that way. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't completely by design that we started off that way. Just kind of the way they're built and the way we're built, those matchups made a lot of sense for Gigi to start off uh, guarding Imani, and so. But we definitely had some conversations about what it what it needed to look like, what kind of shots we were willing to to concede to him. Um, we didn't want to foul him. There were a lot of a lot of little a lot of little nuggets that we went over and trying to because Gigi's probably never guarded a guy like that that's that talented offensively and is a high volume. Uh, high usage guy like that, and so um, we did it by committee. Jacoby did a great job on him, but um, but yeah, yeah, it was Gigi's matchup to start, and and um, you know I think he came out and shot the first three, and, and Gigi wasn't there the way. And, and and as a young guy, you think you're there, you think you're closer. Well, to that guy, to Imani Bates, that's an unguarded shot basically. So I think it took him that first little bit to learn what more about what it looked like, and then and then he made an adjustment. Certainly, and going off of that, just what did you think about his? Obviously, you mentioned the the defensive aspect, but he also had a productive game offensively. Just what do you think about the way that he approached uh, the game, knowing that it was kind of a you know mano y mano type situation going in? Yeah, I, I mean, I was happy with it. I thought, I thought he let the game come to him about as much as a as a newly 18-year-old guy can let the game come to him under the circumstances. It's hard to say that when he shot the ball 19 times. I mean, that was like five games worth of shots for me, it seems like. But um, I, I do. I do, honestly, under the circumstances. I think he did a pretty good job of letting the game come to him. He's an aggressive guy. We need him to be aggressive. He's still learning gas pedal versus brake and shot selection and all that kind of stuff. And so then when you throw all this other stuff that, that, that everybody else, I, mean, I, I, don't, I wonder how long he's been hearing about this matchup um, and from how many outlets someone's been saying something to him about it. So overall, I thought he did a pretty good job of, of you know, trying to stay within his game. Certainly, and a little big, bigger picture with him uh, going into conference play next week. It's been, uh, you know, about 13 non-conference games. Just what do you think of the way that he's developed and, you know, what do you think he might need to, I guess, kind of work on as you guys get into the rigor of the SEC schedule? Well, here's the thing that's hard to do. And I don't want to say this in a way where ultimately we'll get back to him. I mean, I know he already, I'm sure he already knows. 
and that it turns out to be a thing that he tries to do. But for a young guy like that to have double figures in every game that we've played through 13 games, that's difficult. That's hard for a guy that's been, you know, it's in his fourth year. Uh, that's a hard thing to do. Um, and so as he gets, as we go into conference play, that's going to be more difficult. So I don't doubt that he'll do, do it, but the question will, will he, will be will he do it efficiently or will he do it as a volume guy? <clears throat> and so trying to find what, what it looks like to generate easy baskets and to be more efficient and to get to the free throw line uh, because those are where it's going to happen that way. We're going to play in some tough places now uh, on the road. There's going to be some physical games, and, and it's hard to make a living as a jump shooter uh, in this conference. And so that'll be tested, particularly as our leading scorer. That's going to be tested everywhere we go. They're going to put their meanest, toughest guy on him. That's going to make life miserable for him. So learning how to generate stuff and learning how to uh, handle an, an, adverse, an adverse game. Are you, is he willing to play poorly offensively in terms of shot making in order that we win um, a game, give up some looks to g generate something for somebody else? That, all that stuff will be tested as we get into conference play. And it'll be the first time he's ever had to had make those decisions. Yeah, um, a more I guess experienced player on this team, Chico Carter. He's shooting a a high percentage from three point from three point range so far. Just um, his ability to space the floor, I guess, give offense in that way. Just what does that do for for this team specifically? Um, and obviously, I guess, like I said, moving into uh, this part of the schedule. Yeah, I, I think if you, I, it's hard to play basketball particularly as a perimeter guy, if you can't make shots on it with any sort of consistency. Um, <clears throat> so if you can do it with, I'm still waiting for the coach that says, that, that gets upset with a guy because he makes too many shots from the perimeter. It's never happened. So there's a value on that for an obvious reason. Um, because it does, it stresses, stretches the defense and spaces the floor, creates more driving lines. Um, it gets, uh, uh, your rotations are longer when this floor is spaced out more. Um, so it just, it's good for everyone. Um, and, and he's done a good job of making shots, he has. I, in fact, like today was another day, I, I honestly probably thought there were two in particular that he turned down that, you know, if I turned into him, Right now, those would have been, those would have been let go for sure. So, uh, those are my two, two biggest uh, gripes with him. Probably are shooting, being ready to shoot, and shooting the thing when you're open. Um, and then you know a couple things defensively. I thought he was good on on both ends today uh, of the ball. So it was good, good one of his best games I would say overall. Forget what the numbers were. He's very efficient. Um, played at his pace, played within himself, and did a good job defensively. Got you. And this team as a whole, of course, just won the last two games, um, did have the three-game slide at one point, but uh, goes into conference play ultimately over 500. Just the, t the group as a collective, just uh, where do you think it kind of stands going into, uh, you know, this part of the season? And, you know, what, what parts of it have you liked uh, that you want to, to bring forth into there? Yeah, um, I, this is a I, – I, I said early on that I would evaluate this team based on growth, and that's after having seen the guys in the summer and all that. And I still hold true to that. So I, I think we have moved to the point where uh, conceptually we understand things. We see some things a little bit better. Um, so we're to the point where are we ready 
to start putting that stuff together or not? Will we, some of them, some of them are decisions. Will, will we decide to go under versus chase or chase versus go under when the rule is one or the other? Will we decide to do those? Um, and then will we do it consistently? So I'm excited about where we are that way, that, that we're ready to absorb more and start putting it into play. And um, I'm looking forward to hopefully doing that on a consistent basis. Certainly, and another one for you. Uh, another young guy on the team, Zachary Davis. Uh, he, of course, had the in the first half. He had the the putback dunk, which the players in here a second ago seemed kind of excited about. But then he also um, played a good amount of minutes. Just what have you kind of seen from him uh, throughout this point of the season? It's, obviously, it's early, but what have you kind of seen from him uh, to this point? Yeah, as 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 young guys often do, the, uh, he and Daniel. Um, and Gigi for that matter. But again, we put Gigi into a different category just because of his innate abilities. Um, and, but those guys have some struggles, especially defensively or remembering things. Or, you know, we were in one coverage today and Daniel was in another coverage on our ball screen. And, um, you know, he thought he heard it differently. He, and in his brain, he did hear it differently. But he was the only guy that heard it differently. That happens with young guys. Um, and so, but we've made a, I, I've tried to make a commitment, especially as of late, to getting those guys into the game and helping develop those guys. Those guys are going to be a big part of what we do moving forward. And so I have to help develop those guys. And they have some things that they can help us with. They can. I think, I think what really stood out was that they have, they minimized the, the aspects of the game that, that normally get them pulled out of the game, right? A bad coverage, uh, refusal to block out, some things like that. So keeping the ball moving, not turning the ball over a bunch of times. So by doing some really normal things, they were allowed to, they allowed themselves to have the opportunity to stay out there longer. And, um, and because they were out there, they made some plays. Daniel rebounded the ball. Zach did a great job rebounding the ball. Um, just some really good things happened. And more importantly, it allowed some of these guys' minutes to go back to some normal type. You know, around 30 minutes is where I like to have our, our high-minute guys is around 30.